All right, I think we're live. Oh, there we are. Oh, it's you. It's you. <laughs> it was me in the beginning. You got blasted on there for like half of a second. You don't think somebody wrote, you don't think California fell off the continent? Yeah, we start late here. Yeah, uh, Chris uh, was setting up the light for me, so I will look slightly prettier. Yeah, we're, and uh, I'm in real life. Like, how can I make you more pretty? Yeah, and man, in real I, just life. Need, I need more lights. Have you ever seen the um, the old lady on the Goonies? That's what she looks like in real life. I don't know who. This that is, is all movie magic right here. Oh, you can't see her. Hold on. Let's switch it over. And this is Valeria. We finally got her a camera. We've had her camera for a while, while. and she's, she's got, got her little, little, um, her little octopus, octopus toy there. there. So, so she. she um, um, she uses, she uses this, this to indicate to me whether she's, she's happy, happy or angry. angry. Yeah, she's the other. Other. So she's so happy, happy right, right now. now. Then occasionally, she gets angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you use like, like this. this. Maybe, Maybe once a month, month it's different. different. Side, side, side. Side. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so, hopefully, you guys don't mind the change to change. Wanted it uh, to be at the regular time, and there was a majority of people wanted it to be shifted. I don't think I buttoned my shirt up properly. I don't there mind shifting because yesterday I run. I was running late from work, so seven yeah, is a little bit later little is bit... actually better for you. Yeah. Yeah. But All right. I don't think I have two. I don't think I have any personal news. Do we have anything exciting going on in our lives? No, cat is still annoying. Yeah, you're going to... Oh, I think I might have adjusted the quality of the... I adjusted a lot of settings while we were gone. So hopefully you won't hear the cat anymore. I don't know. But anyway, um, I guess without further ado, let's get to the news. Okay. First, First one. one. FBI, FBI investigates Lady Gaga's dope Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> This is pretty good. Okay, so, so oh, yeah, there we go. All right, All right so, so Lady Gaga's dogs, dogs were kidnapped, uh, stolen, stolen uh, by the in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, what's really funny thing about this, and this, is, and this is, is pretty funny, funny actually, um, um, the FBI and the police are investigating to see whether or not these uh, these dog kidnappers, these dog kidnappers. Were Donald Trump's supporters. There is some suspicion by somebody at the FBI police bureau that because Lady Gaga sang at the Biden inauguration, right? That we're all angry. We're all upset about this. Us, you know, MAGA folk. Us, bastards of deplorables. And, um, Maybe <laughs> some anti-Biden folks went out and did that Well, that's the thing. So what's interesting, they weren't wearing hats. They weren't wearing hats. You live in Los Angeles. You're a resident of Los Angeles, aren't you? Technically, yes. Yes, yes. Well, Larry, Larry, mind 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 I ask you, um, what, what sort of person do you typically see on the news here in Los Angeles? Angeles? 
conducting bug games, bug games and going, going on, on the streets, streets and, and uh, shooting, shooting people and taking their stuff. Well, well uh, it's, 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 it's a, a Difficult question, Chris. Oh, yeah. It's really extremely, like, I'm having a hard time here. Well, I assume. Yeah. I think. Most likely. I think it was Ashkenazi Jews. Shockingly, no. Shockingly, no. Bizarrely, Ashkenazi Jews not known for their crime in Los Angeles. Actually, you, you might, might be surprised, surprised by this. Black guys, black guys stole the dog. dog. They, they uh, and, and this is pretty brutal because they shot the, the, the dog walker. The guy, the guy who was walking, walking the dog, dog right? He was shot twice in the chest, and they took the dog. That's pretty brutal. Why would you do Well, you know, it sounds like the MO of. You told me, Valeria, don't distract yourself with comments because I didn't read the comments. I didn't, I didn't know that were echo. All right, echo is gone. I actually looked for that damn echo before we started. I knew, I knew it would come. So I looked for that specific microphone because I so, knew that was going to happen. So yesterday, Chris was like, Valeria, you are so distracted with reading other people's comments. And I was like, Chris, I think it's a, it's a good thing like to look what people... Oh, are. And, right. Oh, and right, right now, right. I wasn't looking oh, at the God. comment right. section and we didn't know there <laughs> was right, an gentlemen, echo. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, prepare for a domestic dispute. Okay, fine. Occasionally, it might be a good idea to look at comments. I occasionally look at comments. But it's difficult to work with you when you're like this the whole show. Not the whole show. Not the whole show. Okay. 89% of the show. <laughs> Still not the whole show. That, that's the end of the domestic dispute. She'll beat me later. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be uh, painful. Anyway, okay. So this is the dude. This is the dude. He got shot twice by these thugs. And I... I... Clearly Trump supporters went up. And um, I believe the, the typical line is that Trump supporters shout before they steal puppies is, yo, homie, give us those puppies. I think that's the... Oh, no, no. Well, it's, sorry. Isn't it, uh, this is MAGA country? <laughs> but strangely, they had um, Ethiopian accents. These Trump supporters. I that's a, that's a Justice similar, Millet similar joke. Similar story. It's a Justice Millet joke. But uh, but anyway, yeah, it's bizarre. I don't know why, because they know that these guys were black guys, because that's you know that's the description given to them by this dog walker, this guy here, and uh, and yet they still suspect Trump supporters. I mean, this to me, this just goes to show the insanity of the left. Like there are people in the FBI and the Los Angeles police who genuinely think that this could potentially be a politically motivated thing. I mean, there's got to be, like, the vast majority of people in the FBI and in the police that are working around this case have got to be going, who's the idiot who came up with this idea? Why are we wasting our time looking for Trump supporters? This is insane. Because in, in Los Angeles, this sort of thing does happen. I've actually s seen reports of people getting their dogs stolen. So apparently these kinds of dogs, the kind she has, these you can buy for between uh, $2,000 and $10,000. And so obviously criminals have figured out, oh... Dogs are worth some money. 
you know, certain breeds. We just go into like the rich neighborhoods, steal people walking their dogs, steal their dogs, and then we can, you know, resell them. And or they potentially they knew that this was Lady Gaga's dogs. Maybe they were, ha you know, hanging out outside her house, waiting for them to come out, so they could take the dogs. So they could get a ransom for it. So you think? Getting... So you think they 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 knew? No, I don't know. I don't know. These are just p possibility. I'm speculating. You know. So she she's offered five hundred thousand dollars to get her dogs back. So, you know, these guys are going to make a lot of money uh, from this theft. I mean, she's actually to some degree she's encouraging this kind of stuff. I mean. Other celebrities, other, you know, rich people are going to get their dogs stolen now if, if, if these guys get away with this. So, but anyway, I just thought this was hilarious that they thought that these, these, you know, two black guys stealing these dogs. I mean, I feel bad for the guy that got shot. I mean, to me, that should be the story. She should be like, I want $500,000 to apprehend the people who almost murdered my dog walker. But instead, she's like, I'll give $500,000 to these guys, these murderers, you know, if they give me my dogs back. I mean, wait, what a selfish, wait, unbelievable, I, nasty person. I thought person. she offers this money to whoever will find dogs. No, 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 so no, 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 she no, 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 no. Whoever money returns them, no questions asked. To criminals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to give the money to the criminals. If they return her dogs... She will give them $500,000, even though they almost murdered her dog walker, who's clearly a little bit of an odd dude. But who else would you expect to walk Lady Gaga's dogs? It's got to be this guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Shall we move on? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, that, that, that story annoyed me. Uh, I did think it was funny, but geez, I mean, how out of touch do you have to be to offer money to people who almost killed somebody that you're obviously somewhat close to because you so desperately want your doggies back. Her life must suck, actually. I imagine her her life is not particularly nice. If that's like well, something we'll see that's what so happened. Critical. Anyway, all right. It wasn't Trump supporters, LAPD. It was not Trump supporters, FBI. Just in case you're wondering, <laughs> you're wrong about that. Okay. All right, let's move on. Marjorie Taylor Greene's epic slam for off- Equality. I, oh, I I messed it up. I, I, I can't actually up. hear you because um, somebody's decided to have a house party. Okay, well that was convenient. One more time. Okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene's epic slam of equality act. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene's epic slam. Slam. Of the equality act. So Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh my God! Seriously. Cops being crazy. All right, let me just play this because this is, it, it's not really a news story. I just thought it was funny. Give me one sec. <laughs> I love that. Did you see what happened? Yeah. All right. So basically, Marjorie Taylor Greene, her neighbor, Marie Newman, right? Somebody mm -hmm. else in Congress. She wants to pass this so-called Equality Act to destroy women's rights and religious freedoms, right? Uh, this trans stuff, right? The trans stuff. And so she thought she would put up a sign uh, to remind her that 
there are only two genders, right? This is science. The science speaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, anyway, this just cracked me up. So she's, you know, this is a little bit of trolling, like real life trolling. I mean, how often do you see that? That's pretty cool. The problem with Marjorie Taylor Greene is that she's been a very divisive figure. I mean, I support her. I think she's great. But, you know, anybody who has um, reiterated some of the some of the less credible stuff that's been said by the Q community or by um, uh, who does InfoWars? Alex Jones. Uh you know, I, I like Alex Jones. I like a lot of the stuff that he says. Um, some of my friends, like Sebastian Gorka, really does that he does not like Alex Jones at all. I like some of the stuff Alex Jones says, but definitely he said some things that are perhaps, um, you know, out of the not super accurate, <laughs> not necessarily correct. And he's had to apologize for a few things. And Marjorie Taylor Greene has reiterated some of that stuff. So, you know that's the problem with not being critical enough or not doing your research or not, you know, getting caught up in the story maybe that sounds right, but turns out not to be right. So, uh, but that happens. That can happen to anybody. I mean, the, the funny thing about Marjorie Taylor Greene to me is that she has gone out. She said some things that people didn't like and she's, you know, she's been, they, they, they've really attacked her for this and she's lost her, uh, you know, her position on, you know, in, in um, I forgot what they call those, those things in Congress where you go in and you, you have a, uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, she's lost her positions, various positions in Congress. And uh, the left has been wrong about just about everything. Leftists have been wrong about almost everything over the past four or five years. Uh, they were wrong about Russian collusion. You know, Eric Swalwell slept with a Chinese spy. I mean, he's obviously compromised. He still holds his positions. And um, committee, committees, that's where they are, committees. She's lost her committee seats. Um, but all these leftists, they've been wrong about tons of stuff. They still hold their committee seats. Why is she knocked off hers? Like, everybody's so afraid of how leftists perceive people on the right. And I don't think we should be so concerned about that. Because, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene was maybe wrong about a couple of things in her life. So what? Leftists are wrong about stuff all the time. They don't worry about looking bad to us. I don't think I think we should stop caring about looking bad to leftists. I think anybody who cares about looking bad to leftists, uh, they, they're, they're you know they're not doing it right. <laughs> we can't care anymore what leftists think of us. We just have to care about the truth and being genuine because leftists are gullible and they're just going to believe whatever Nancy Pelosi says basically. Well, she's a com- commander in chief. Of course, commander everybody. <laughs> yeah. She's not the commander in chief. Biden is the commander in chief. Mm. <laughs> you think Pelosi's control and control over? Chris, do you possible. know how many people were watching Biden's live stream today? How many? Six hundred people. Really? How many do we got? <laughs> Are we beating Biden yet? Nope. Nope. Seventy-four. I'm sure we'll get we'll get more. Uh, in total but uh, yeah yeah anyway all right so we move on to the next story okay well next story dr seuss canceled for racism yes dr seuss canceled for racism okay so uh let's see here i'll just read some of this a national educators organization is telling schools to avoid reading dr seuss because their children's uh, the children's books allegedly have racial undertones dun 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 
For the 20 years, March 2nd has been recognized as Read Across America Day in honor of Dr. Seuss's birthday. The Reading uh, Recognition Day was founded by the National Education Association, the nation's largest labor union, uh, in 1998, this this year's theme is "quote unquote" create a uh, create and celebrate diversity. Of course, it is. Uh, Learning for Justice, a left wing educators group, is demanding that Dr. Seuss be canceled. A prominent Virginia school district has taken marching orders uh, and ordered its school to avoid quote connecting Read Across America Day with Dr. Seuss, despite the fact that it was, of course, created for Dr. Seuss's birthday. Loudoun County Public Schools, one of the nation's most affluent school districts, so a bunch of rich people basically, announced that it was no longer it will no longer recognize Dr. Seuss on his birthday. In an announcement obtained by the Daily Wire, the school district said that Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss's children's uh, book books contain racial undertones that are not suitable for current cultural responsive learning. And here's one of the so here's probably the most sort of what you might call culturally insensitive images from Dr. Seuss's books it's uh these are japanese people this is during world war ii when people were a bit concerned mm -hmm. that i don't even think this is from a book i think this is like from i think this is from like a newspaper or something like that so i don't think any of his books actually have any kind of racial stuff like this in them maybe they do and i'm wrong um but anyway there's a lot of people saying he's racist but the funny thing about dr seuss is he was like a massive leftist he was like a he was a total democrat and he was very much like a civil rights guy he was very much like an anti-racist you are racist for being anti-racist huh you are racist for being anti these people just don't understand anything about the world they're just like if anybody's done anything that i find mildly offensive in the world that person has to be canceled and it's like get real they don't they have no sense of reality. So anyway, they're trying to cancel Dr. Seuss. It's ridiculous. Here's the thing. I don't love Dr. Seuss. I've never liked his books when I, I was a little kid. I don't know who that is. You don't is. know who it is. When I was a kid, I was reading Dr. Seuss books going, These, this is stupid. Like even as a child. Because <laughs> I learned to read really young. My mom made me learn to read when I was very, very young. So uh, Dr. Seuss was always a little bit too infantile for me, even when I was like learning to read. I remember that book about the turtles. Hold on. I do apologize for the sirens, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Some, somebody stole uh, Madonna's dogs, I think. So they're, they're mental. It's probably some Trump supporters. Uh, but anyway, so there was this uh, Yurtle the Turtle, I think it was. Uh, and he wanted to be... He was like king of the turtles or something like that. But he wanted to see further and further uh, out. Uh, so he would get the turtles to sort of stack up in a big tower. And he would climb up on top of all the other turtles... And then he could see for the further, the higher up he could get, the further up he could see. And uh, I think that's right. Is that right, guys? And uh, I remember as a kid thinking, because eventually it got so high that it all toppled and, and he fell in the mud and he was embarrassed mm -hmm. and they all laughed at him. I just felt a little bit bad for him when that happened because I was like, that's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? But I, 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 I respected his aspirations. He was trying to build something. He was trying to do something, you know? And he was trying to see out as far as he could. He had this goal. He was implementing a strategy to, you know, to, to accomplish this goal. And then later in life, as an adult, I found out that Yertle the Turtle was actually um, supposed to be an analogy for Hitler. <laughs> so Dr. Seuss wrote a book that made me admire Hitler, apparently. <laughs> I don't think that was his intent. 
But Hitler wasn't trying to create a tower of people that he could see further with. That would have been kind of interesting. Well, oh, Hitler did Mark way worse said, stuff. Uh, Dr. Seuss wrote The Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Grinch okay, and then I know Dr. Seuss. Ah, I didn't know. Well, I don't know what Dr. Seuss stuff you might be familiar with. No. The, the Grinch is probably the most famous, yeah. Okay. The Grinch is the only thing that I, I, I suppose I mildly liked as a kid. I, I think all Dr. Seuss stuff is just weird, and I, I was never a fan. Shall we move on to the next story, darling? Yep. Biden bombs Syria. Biden bombs Syria. Simple title. The Simple Biden. headline. The Biden. The Biden. The Biden bombs Syria. Yeah, this is, this is pretty interesting. And the reason it's interesting is because... I don't I really don't think this is what Democrats were hoping for when they voted for Biden. No, I think they are because that's how you make money. Oh, well certainly. Certainly you have the, they uh, were the waiting military four industrial years complex. Yeah. For for this to happen. Yeah, no no no. You're a hundred percent right, but I'm talking about Democrat voters. See, here's the thing. So when they voted for Trump, when we, we all voted for Trump, Trump got into office. Chris, nobody voted for Biden. Darling, can I, can I finish what I'm saying? Okay. So, so when they voted for Trump, Trump got into office, right, for four years. All the left were saying, oh, this is, this is terrible. This is like, you know, we're going to get into World War III. He's going to bomb Korea. He's going to bomb Iran. He's going to bomb, you know, uh, China. You know, he's going to do all these horrible things. And... I don't know if they ever claimed that he would bomb China, but uh, I, I might have, I might have uh, <laughs> got, gotten over my skis there a little bit. But, you know, they were saying he was going to bomb everything. And he didn't bomb anything. In fact, if anything, Trump brought troops home, right, more than he put them out there. I mean, he destroyed ISIS. He could probably give him credit for that a little bit. But Donald Trump didn't start the wars that they said he was going to start. But you know who did? Biden. Biden's starting to start wars. Biden's starting to get into that military-industrial complex thing again. Uh, because I think Biden is basically controlled by, you know, by a lot of people who have specific interests to make money and that kind of stuff. And Trump never was. So I think that the Syria thing, more than anything, now I know everybody's covered it, but I think the one thing people are missing is that this is really what the Democrats were voting for. If you're a Democrat and you voted for Biden... You were voting for the establishment. You were voting to go back to the way things were before Trump sort of cleaned things up. Trump was an outsider. He wasn't manipulated by these special interests. Biden is. And so Biden's going to get pressured into wars and stuff like that. No comment? She's staring into space. Let's, let's have a look at Valeria right now. Uh, staring, not knowing what to say. Now, this, this has a lot of implications with regard to Russia. Okay. Because, uh, you know, the Russians have an interest in Syria. And... Uh, because of the gas? Well, I think so, yeah. I mean, do, do, have you read anything in the Russian news about this? No, I don't read Russian news. Lie! You read Russian news. You watch Russian news. I watch Russian YouTubers about American <laughs> news. Look how aggressive. Look how aggressive. She's, this, is, this is why I'm afraid of her a little bit. You get it right or I kill you, Chris. Um, all right. Okay. So let's, let's just read some of this here. This is from, uh, Zero Hedge, one of my favorite sources of, of news. Moscow blasts extremely outrageous strike. Extremely outrageous. That's how they say it. 
uh, strike on Syria as Biden say, stays silent. Why is Biden silent? Well, there's a lot of jokes going around that he hasn't yet heard about it. <laughs> Let's see here. As expected, Russia has reacted fiercely to the overnight U.S. airstrikes on eastern Syria, which marked the first military action of the Biden presidency, calling out what the Kremlin said is an extremely outrageous violation of sovereignty. Uh, uh, we strongly condemn such actions and call for Syrian, Syria's sovereignty and territorial integrity to be unconditionally respected. Foreign uh, Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova said at a press briefing. You know what's interesting about this? I just thought of something. If I were, if I were a less, if I were a more cynical man, let's say that, if I were less optimistic. I might suspect that perhaps the going into a sort of war with Russia on Syrian soil might be such so mutually beneficial to both Russia and American business interests because right because if if Russia has to escalate to fight America in Syria and if America has to escalate to fight Russia in Syria and we get into a a, a big old war out there um, then there are some major corporations creating tanks, airliners, military weapons that would benefit both in Russia and in the United States. So if I was a more cynical man, I might say, well, this might be a coordinated effort between the former Soviet Union and the former United States of America in order to you know, create a create a tension, create a situation in which they have to they have to fight so they can make more money. Did I lose you? Are you gone? Oh yeah, I lost you. Can you can you uh, turn that off and on? I don't know why that went off. But uh, but anyway, I I mean, look, I don't know. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's wrong. Um, let me read a little bit more here. Um, we lost Valeria. Sorry guys. Hopefully, I don't know why that happened. Maybe overheated? That is a strong possibility. Overheating is possible, yeah. Now you're back. Okay. Um, other Russian officials, including a prominent senator for uh, foreign affairs, Sergei <laughs> Tsikov, uh, blasted the American aggression as an ex extremely outrageous move, saying uh, further, now if someone st struck a blow on... U.S. territory, what would that look like? But, I mean, Syria is not a Russian territory. That's a, that's not a particularly good analogy, I don't think. No, but I guess not. he's saying, like, a territory within, you know, Syria. Like, that, like we're attacking somebody's country. But, I mean, we're the United States, and they're Syria. So, I mean, there's many countries that we, we can't really expect retaliation from. You know, that's why the United States doesn't care about bombing certain places, because, you know... If we go in and we bomb someplace in Ethiopia, are we really going to get, you know, Ethiopia's not going to respond. <laughs> you know, smaller countries, they can't respond. That's why we feel comfortable going in and, you know, throwing a few bombs down on them. Anyway, I'm not sure that this was a good idea. Uh, I don't think Biden even knows what's happened. I mean, if you read well, the comments, they're just hilarious. Go on, you have something to say? Of course Biden knew. He might have forgot for like, this guy writes, has anybody told Joe this happened? <laughs> this guy writes, you beat me to it. Um, let's see here. This guy says, give Joe a break about his silence. Um, 
I don't know what that means. I'm not going to repeat that. It sounds like something vulgar. <laughs> I don't know. Some guy says, I thought he, he thought he was playing a video game, you know, like Mario Kart. <laughs> well, the way they described this bomb, they said, oh, it was like a small, small explosion. Yeah, like a couple people got injured. Nobody, yeah. maybe like, I don't know if anybody died. Yeah, I think one person at least. Yeah, like two people injured, one died. Oh, your, your, your thing went off again. Oh, okay, no. well, we, we'll have to fix that, ladies and gentlemen. I guess you've, you, you lose out on... I'm hanging out with Valeria for the rest of the night. Well, so, yeah, look, um, the, the, the thing that I think is funny about it is just that, you know, just how much they were afraid of Trump going to war, Trump bombing places, Trump being irresponsible with the nuclear weapons, stuff like that. And then immediately Biden gets into office. He starts throwing bombs around all over the place. Well, I guess not all over the place, but, you know. Just one. Just, just one little one, incident. A little bomb. But I'm just thinking, like, is this really what you guys wanted? Is this what you voted for? I mean, Democrats are so gullible. Democrat voters... I, I don't know if this is true, but I hope that Democrat voters are going to see that what they voted into office is no nothing like what they thought they were voting for, and people will just start waking up and getting red-pilled, you know? All right, shall we move on to the next story? Okay. Investigation into Governor Whitmer over nursing home death. Ah, yes. Similar to the story about... Um, Similar to oh sorry no wrong article where did that go uh oh did I not open that one oh gosh all right well anyway similar to the nursing home situation um in in New York with Governor Cuomo uh Governor Whitmer is also being accused of having thrown people into uh, nursing homes people that were sick people with COVID and uh, all right I got it open finally. I don't know why I closed this at some point by accident, but I do apologize. All right, we got Valeria back here. Nice. So, good Lord, I keep going to the wrong. It said her battery was exhausted before it went diet. Oh, Chris. my God. What's that? The um, people saying it said her battery was exhausted before it went diet. Oh, they could actually see that on the thing? I guess. <laughs> How can okay, well, I it? have it plugged into the wall, so obviously that plug's not working. I'm going to have to find another. Ah, uh, so, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We'll get another. We have all kinds of boards. I don't know why that one's not working. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Michigan GOP lawmaker demands uh, g lawmakers demand investigation into Whitmer over nursing homes. Too many similarities with New York. So these are Republican lawmakers in Michigan calling for an investigation into Governor Whitmer over her handling of long-term care facilities during the pandemic. Eight Republican se uh, state senators, so the legislature of the state, uh are calling for okay so uh they said they sent letters to acting attorney general monty wilkinson and michigan attorney general uh dana nessel on wednesday according to the daily caller news foundation the make the lawmakers say that whitmer's approach to nur the two nursing homes is similar to that of new york governor cuomo uh currently at the center of a firestorm blah 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 blah, blah. so but here's the thing about this oh you're, you're gone again i'm not i'm just gonna turn you off <laughs> um, so, so here's the thing about this. I, I think this is actually a little bit more important than people think because this happened in um, uh, Pennsylvania as well. You remember that uh, trans secretary, uh, Richard Levine? Of course. Calls how himself can I, Rachel. How can I forget about her? Right. So he took his mom out of nursing homes whilst putting sick COVID patients into nursing homes in Pennsylvania. Obviously, the same thing happened in New York with Cuomo, and the same thing happened here with uh, Governor Whitmer. And 
my point is that I, I think that, like, you know, why, why did all these Democrats do the same weird, messed up thing? Why didn't, like, why wasn't this like a one-off thing? This seems like a bizarre choice to have made, right? They didn't do this in Florida. They didn't put people in, like, Republicans didn't do this. This seemed like something that Democrats heard was a good idea from somewhere. And this is my point, right? Because I'm, I'm doing this video about Democrat corruption uh, on the local level. And the point that I'm trying to make in this video is that there's some kind of nexus point, that these people are learning to do this kind of stuff through some kind of third party, some kind of, you know, some person that's sort of overseeing it all, right? There's somebody, there's like an umbrella group of Democrats that are telling local Democrats what to do. And maybe it's the DNC, maybe it's somebody else, I don't know. But somehow these guys, like if you ever watch the news, if you ever watch leftist news, they'll all report things using the same language. Well, um, do you not remember how there was a leak in the internet, one of the Nancy Pelosi's emails, when she said... One of the Nancy Pelosi's emails. Nancy... <laughs> <laughs> we not okay. only have the Biden, ladies and gentlemen, we the also Nancy have Pelosi. the Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so the email was to the, uh, I think it was Portland mayor, uh -huh. while those riots happened. Sure, yeah, yeah. And she said... Don't do anything. The uh, Democrats will support you and stuff like this. Of course, they are telling everyone what mm -hmm. to do, yeah. what to say. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, this this supports an idea that I've had that a lot of the Democrat corruption that's going on is sanctioned by other Democrats. So there's a kind of network of corruption, a network of crime going on within Democrat circles that says it's okay to take bribes it's okay to do all this stuff we'll protect you that's the video that's coming out i can't wait to show it to you guys coming out tomorrow morning i'm editing it right now but also when it comes to decisions like this they're saying this is what we're doing right we're all doing this come on guys we're all doing this get on board and so i wouldn't be surprised to see that they put covid patients in nursing homes in lots of places not just these three places i'd like there to be an investigation nationwide to see if there were local officials that put COVID patients in nursing homes all over because it doesn't make any sense. And in fact, they talk about that. Let's see here. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, this guy, Jim Runestad, sounds Swedish. I don't know. Um, he says, at a time when we knew how dangerous the virus was to our seniors, the Whitmer administration ignored advice from medical experts and the nursing home industry and put COVID patients into nursing homes with our most vulnerable. Um, why? Why would you do that? I mean, the guy makes perfect sense. This is such a, a good point to bring up. And it's such a good question to ask. Why? Why did you do that? I think she denies it. Let's go back here and have a look. Uh, it says here, Whit Whitmer has denied allegations that her orders worsened the impact of the COVID-19 epidemic within her state's elderly population. Okay, so she's not denying putting COVID patients into the nursing home. She's de denying that it did any harm. Oh, of course it didn't. Of course it, of course it did. I remember an old, um, an old video of... Um, who is that guy from New York? Cu not Cuomo, Cuomo right? Mm -hmm. I forgot. I mean... Yeah. Cuomo was the governor, words. de Blasio is the mayor. Yeah, the, the, Cuomo. Like, when he was saying most of the um, COVID 
people who tested positive yeah. or who got sick, they're, they're coming from homes, nursing homes, like only 18%. I yeah, think it was probably was yeah. 65 nursing homes. Yeah, like maybe something like that. Yeah. 18%. Well, of course she's going to say it didn't do any harm because she doesn't want to be held responsible for it. But you know, I, I don't know what to say, lady. You put some old ladies in nursing homes. Let's see here. Let's read. Let's have a look at this. So I, I want to read just the end of this here. Whitmer's handling of long-term care facilities in the el in the early days of the pandemic has sparked bipartisan backlash. Former state representative Leslie Love, a Democrat who retired from her seat last year due to term limits, grew critical of Whitmer after Love's mother contracted COVID-19. Uh, Love's mother was infected while living at one of a number of quote-unquote regional hubs designated by Whitmer's administration to hold el elderly coronavirus patients along with non-infected residents. So... There's even a Democrat lawmaker who was impacted by this personally. So she's saying, you know, this, this Democrat lawmaker is saying, no, Whitmer needs to be held responsible. So even de Democrats, so this is like a bipartisan effort to go after Whitmer, same as Cuomo. This is the kind of thing that happens with central planning, right? If you don't have people actually making responsible decisions for your local population, and, and, and instead, you're just listening to commands from on high. This is why the Democrats will fail. The Democrats are going to fail for a variety of reasons, but this is one of them. It's their inability to um, you know, make critical decisions on, on their own. They've got this sort of communist mentality. Uh, they all like listen to the, you know, to, the, to the chief. I don't know. What, what would you call it? What was the head of the USSR called? Um, what was like Stalin called? The people's secret, not the leader. secretary. No, it's, um, it's, okay, it's not. It's not a huge deal. <laughs> we can move on to the okay, next. Okay, Elena, story. I know you're watching me. Um, yeah, Elena, you tell us what you know. What the history. She's a history teacher. Well, anyway, the point is that's kind of who Biden is now. Biden is like, you know, the people's leader. He's like the communist dictator, but he's he's not even really in charge. He's just a figurehead, but. These, these governors and these different um, people who are in charge, these administrators, they're just taking their orders from the top. What, what a stupid thing to do as well, because they're not even taking their orders from Trump, who was the president at the time. They're taking their orders from whoever it is at the DNC, you know, the, this, this organization that's saying, this is what we're doing. We're going to put COVID patients in nursing homes. And they all went, okay. What a bunch of morons. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to be like, wait, 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 aren't the old people the ones that are dying? Oh, I mean, but if you say so, geez, they, they deserve to go to prison just for their stupidity. All right, next story. Okay. Biden rejects, the Biden rejects America first globalist cheer. <laughs> okay, she wrote me who is the head yeah. of USSR. But I don't, I just said tyrant. Tyrant, yes. Tyrant, tyrant Biden. From now on, he's called tyrant Biden. Leader, just a leader. Just a leader, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the people's leader or something. Well, but she, but so, yeah, but Biden isn't really in charge. So it's, it's a silly thing to call him like the leader or the tyrant, the dictator, because he doesn't, he doesn't even know what's going on. But anyway, apparently he gave a speech at G7 and he was, playing down the whole America first idea that Trump uh, instated. Let's see here. President Joe Biden on Friday rejected the America first policies that started no wars and brought about Middle East peace, peace agreements, 
um, objectives that had not been achieved for decades under either party. So true. Who wrote this? This is from Breitbart. Wendell Husebo. I don't know who he is, but I like him. You're absolutely right. Uh, Biden's G7 speech. I'll, I'll give you a shot of uh, Merkel here with her hands in the air saying, thank God the United States is no longer a powerful force. It's weak and pathetic because Biden's in charge. Yeah, thank God. We don't have to deal with Trump anymore. He was so effective and good. All right. Biden's G7 speech drew praise from foreign nations. Um, let's see here. This is a quote from Germany's influential Der Spiegel magazine. They wrote, um, Biden gave exactly the speech that many Europeans wanted to hear. An America that pats you on the shoulder, that doesn't criticize or demand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted to hear, finally, America's not going to actually do anything. They're just going to be like, we're cool, guys. Do whatever you want. Anyway, Biden assured the participants, including the French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, and uh, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, the United States is, quote, determined to re-engage with Europe, to consult with them, to earn back our position of trusted leadership, end quote. Merkel told reporters Friday that Biden's speech, um, oh, sorry, Merkel told reporters Friday after Biden's speech uh, that it's up to Europe to take an example from his first days in office and follow words with actions. Okay, that sounds like your typical political gobbledygook. I don't really even understand what that means. Um, she cited the United States' return to the Paris Climate Agreement and its decision to stay in the World Health Organization despite the agency's bungling of the virus's outbreak, which is almost which has almost killed half a million half a million Americans. Merkel also referenced the revival of the uh, of the Iran nuclear agreement as quote important steps toward more multilateral cooperation, end quote, because that that agreement really helped things and worked so well. Um, European Council President Charles Michael additionally stressed that, or maybe it's Charles Michel, can't tell because it's M-I-C-H-E-L, I guess. Sounds French. Uh, stressed the need for the U.S. to fortify, quote, the rules-based the rules -based international order, end quote, saying, quote, a strong partnership needs strong partners, end quote. Um, I don't know, it just sounds like a lot of political nonsense, but the real story here, I think, is is what uh, Wendell Hughesbro, Hughesbo, 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 I don't know, I don't know how you pronounce your name, man, sorry, uh, is what he's pointing out, which is that Biden is no longer America first and everybody else is happy about it, except Americans, obviously. I mean, Americans... Let, let's read some of the comments down here. I like these comments. So this guy, Jimmy, writes, Joe Biden is nothing more than an enemy of the state. If the president of the United States can't put America first, he's our sworn enemy. And that mummy took an oath. <laughs> mummy. Of course, nobody was there to see it. Uh, this guy writes, Dementia Joe was installed to put America last. And, you know, that's just right. That's just right. It's, it's, it's so sad. Like, why would you be the president of the United States if you didn't want to put America first? I mean, Donald Trump clarified so many things for us, right? And we just kind of, I think we all became kind of a little bit complacent about what presidents were willing to do to help Americans. And now that, now that uh, he's gone and we're kind of going back to the old way, I think a lot of people are waking up and saying, you know what? Trump had it right. I think a lot of moderates, I think even people on the left must be saying that at this point. He's bombing Syria. He's saying, well, we, we don't want to put America first. 
I think every everything that he does is so obviously wrong, and and he can't function. He barely function. So I think everything he's doing is so obviously wrong. I think a lot of people on the left are hopefully are going to start shifting right. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I don't think they're going to shift right. I mean, not all of them, obviously, but I think some will. You're wrong. I will fight you. All right. I think that's all of our stories for tonight, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. it. All right. Shall we take questions and comments? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are actually going to be monetized starting tomorrow, I think. You think? Yeah. I mean, we've hit the 4,000. So, or maybe the next day. Tomorrow, the next day, we'll be monetized. So from now on, hours it'll be a watch. lot easier for us to take questions and comments. Because ah, you mean the super chat is going to be because there'll be super chat, right? Because right now we don't have super chat, so it's hard for us to distinguish uh, who has a good question or comment and who doesn't. We got to read through everything. But uh, from now on, if you have a question or comment, you can pay like a, a dollar or two, I think, something like that. And, what is the uh, lowest? One dollar? I, I don't know. It might be two bucks. I don't know how much it is, but then. You know, it, your 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 name will light up, and we'll see. If you have a question or comment, and we can we can figure out what you're trying to ask. You got anything? You know, you know what I hear today on um, at work. What's that? Uh, there was a, I just eating lunch, whatever, and uh, the guy was talking to another guy, behind, like, like I could hear them, uh-huh. and uh, he was like, I don't understand why Gavin Newsom getting recalled. Look what he's done. Nobody, not, not, a, not a single state done this. He's approved a um, more money for Yeah, for, for people. like super poor people or whatever. Yeah, yeah like super poor people. Look what, look what he done. Have you seen a single state who did that? Why, why is he getting recalled? And I literally stand up, grab my lunch, and went to the other, <laughs> like as far, so I won't hear anything i thought you're gonna say you dumped it on him. <laughs> i wish well i just did not want to hear anything else naturally how can you be so stupid naturally. do you remember when trump you know uh, most of that money that he's that he's handing out is going to illegal Ill- immigrants? yes <laughs> i i could turn and say you are not even getting this yeah, you're yeah. working for the check here you are not illegal man I know, he's just encouraging people to, to come over. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, don't you remember, like, uh, when the Trump gave, like, 300, 400? The Trump, it's now the Trump as well. Uh, Trump. We've got the Nancy Pelosi, we've got the Biden. Oh, my gosh. And now we've I'm... got the Trump. Sorry, guys. Come on, guys, this is Trump... fantastic. <laughs> Trump uh, was like, well, uh, we will pay uh, 300, and the state will have to add 100 bucks. Uh-huh. And uh, Newsom was like... We don't have this money. Yeah, what well, was really weird. Yeah, we don't have so this Trump, money. The, in California, when the, when the original stimulus money came out, uh, Gavin Newsom said, if the federal government doesn't give enough money, we're going to add an additional amount on for Californians so you guys get a lot more money than the rest yeah. of the country. They promised like $600 extra. Something like that, right. And then, and then when they couldn't reach an agreement that was high enough for Gavin Newsom to be happy with, and they went out and sent the checks out, Gavin Newsom said, oh, Actually, I was just joking. I'm not going to give you guys any extra money. And why money. it took him so long? We are a almost a year after the pandemic officially Gavin started. Newsom. All right, enough about Gavin People don't care about Gavin Newsom. It's, that's California stuff. People don't care about California stuff. People care about national stuff. I was just waiting for comments. I just killing some time, you know. Killing some time? Well, there's tons of comments here. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Mark in Alberta says that for Super Chats, $2 the minimum... And it's 50 characters. And, and be careful when you write, guys, because um, 
I've noticed that sometimes people post questions. Um, they, they pay a little bit of money, but there's no question attached. And I think sometimes that's because it's a little tricky to know how that whole system works. I don't do it myself, so I don't. I can't tell you guys how to do it, but it is a little bit um, a tricky sometimes. I think. Uh, do you think? Um... Oh my gosh, I just lost. No, I didn't lost. Okay, for forbidden chocolate, us. Do you think the equality bill will pass in the Senate? Hmm, that's a good question. It only needs fifty percent, right? It only needs a, a well, simple majority, right? And, uh, yep. And I mean, I guess that's gonna pass. Well, but 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 here's the thing, because there are some leftists who i haven't checked into it to see how many leftists agree with it but i think there's a good chance it won't pass i think there's a good chance it won't pass because because there are a few leftists out there but the thing is i think nancy pelosi and um chuck schumer and these these like horrible people in these um positions of power right now um i do think that they have a kind of they, they have a lot of people I think in DC are compromised and so you basically have to go along with what they say or else they're going to make your life very difficult and a lot of people will say well okay yeah they leverage them with saying that we're going to put you on this committee or we're not going to put you on this committee or we're going to take this action against you or we're going to make sure that you don't get you know we're not going to help you during your next election or something like that right using that kind of leverage and that certainly happens in Washington DC but I think it's worse than that I think that they find dirt on people and then they use that to leverage them to get what they want as well. So I think it's actually very difficult for people to make their own decisions a lot of times, especially if they're Democrats. I think a lot of Democrats are compromised. And I'm going to be, I'm going to keep following that um, that story for a long time until I'm satisfied one way or another that I'm either right or I'm wrong about that. But that's what I suspect actually happens in Washington D.C. Okay, Mark says uh, there's breaking developments in the Lady Gaga dog story. Is there something going on right now? Your friend Elena just said that $2 was too expensive because she's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Elena. Uh, anyway, sorry, say that again. Uh, Mark says, there is breaking developments in a Lady Gaga dog story. There is something going oh, on Oh, right are there now? breaking developments? Did, did it turn out that the black guys that shot her dog walker turned out to be he probably trump yes he said i am a trump supporter yeah this Maga is Maga country, country. <laughs> <laughs> f you justice Smollett. i am taking your dogs anyway and that's a terror i don't know what that accent's supposed to be <laughs> it's definitely not ethiopian whatever though um <laughs> i see this little spike of of viewers as soon as i start doing my um Yep. Ethiopian Nine accent. minutes ago, Lady Gaga, two French dogs have been returned safely. Hey. Okay, so a couple of murderers just made five hundred thousand mm, dollars. Let's nice. hope they kill each other. They, Shall they, we? We'll, well, we are hope they're gonna pay tax on this money. Well. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that's gonna happen. What else we got? Okay, Kid Thrival writes. Uh, please tell us how you got into this. I used to think that you were a GOP plant because you were too good, and <laughs> too good at this, and went straight uh, straight after the witches at the View. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, it's it is funny actually. A lot of people. Okay, so after I became a little bit successful at this, I I met uh, Carl Benjamin, right, Sargon of Akkad, and and we had a, a pretty long conversation. We had a a good evening together over drinks. 
We had a good laugh over how many leftists thought that we were like some kind of, you know, corporate paid paid for people that, that there were some like millionaires that had set us up with shows on YouTube because my show has a pretty good camera, pretty good camera lens, pretty good microphone. Like th this was back, I don't know, two years ago when, when most people who were on YouTube were using like their, their cell phone and they didn't have a good setup at all. And I had a fairly good setup compared to most people and I hadn't really done YouTube before. But that was just because I was in, you know, LA and I had been making short films and stuff like that. So I had a little bit of equipment, nothing really that expensive. My camera was, I think, 300 bucks and my microphone was like 100 bucks. It wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like I had a lot. But I just knew what to do to make things look a little bit better. And for some reason, people thought, especially after the AOC thing, that I was some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of host that was that was auditioned and then hired to do this and that people were writing scripts for me and all this kind of stuff. And uh, we had a good laugh over that because we were both just like, because he gets the same thing, you know. He, people think that he's some kind of like, I don't know, that he's paid for by some billionaire Republican, like the Koch brothers or something. And we're both just sitting there just like laughing our heads off about how we're just a couple of guys in our bedrooms with a camera and a microphone <laughs> and we're just saying what we think. You know, that's it. Uh, you know, I'm not a plant for anybody. I just say what I think. That's that's basically it. Um, I got started in this because I was watching Ben Shapiro and I was watching a lot of these guys and they just didn't have enough content, you know. Uh, these days you have so many choices. You have so much content. You could watch probably conservative content 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But at the time, um, there was only like a few guys. And I remember thinking somebody else needs to grab a camera, a microphone, and start... Um, talking about some of the stuff these guys aren't. And uh, I realized, wait a minute, I have a camera, I have a microphone, <laughs> I could do this. So I didn't want to though, because I was doing acting in, in Hollywood and I knew that if I was became a known conservative, I'd never work again in Hollywood. But I, I made the decision to do it because it was something that I thought was important. And uh, yeah, so I did it and I sabotaged any chance I have of ever working in Hollywood again. But I think it's worth it, right? Okay. Any other questions, comments? I like this. Criticisms? Like, uh, comments like criticism. Your wife's son uh, asks, what happened to the squad cartoon? Your wife's son? I know that guy. That guy's, that guy's been around my channel since like the beginning, like the very beginning. Uh, what, sorry, what did he say? What happened to the squad cartoon? Okay, the squad cartoon... It's been reinvented like three different times. I've hired on tons of different kinds of people, different animators, different voice people, different kinds of things that I needed. And it's really hard to make a cartoon. It's much harder to make a cartoon fast. And so like, okay, so I had a brilliant idea for a cartoon early on. And I had made Ilhan Omar bald. And the reason I made Ilhan Omar bald is because she wears that turban thing, right? And I thought it would be funny to do a scene, and, and, and actually it's up on my channel if you if you look for it, I, w I wanted to do a scene where like Darth Vader's helmet goes on, right? I wanted to do that with Ilhan Omar's um, hijab. And I wanted it to make it so that she was bald underneath because I thought it would be just funny, right? And I wanted the girls to go and like walk in on her when she's this is happening and go, ah! and then slam the door and walk out and, and uh, go, she's bald. <laughs> I thought it was a funny bit. So I made that bit. I put it out as like sort of, you know, <laughs> turned out Ayanna Presley actually is bald. And I'm pretty sure that because I know some of the people who kind of, uh, you know, who are at Justice Democrats, one of them in particular.
the main guy. And I know those people know who I am. I know some of those people in those circles keep track of what I'm doing on Mr. Reagan. So I'm pretty sure they saw this video because it was right after I put that out that Il that uh, Ayanna Presley comes out on a press conference without a wig and says, I have alopecia or whatever. It, what, mm -hmm. I, I guess it's alopecia that causes that. And she's like, and I'm a bald woman and I'm proud and all this kind of crap. And I felt actually felt terrible because I, I wasn't really intending to mock women who were bald. But I mean, it is a weird thing. If a woman's bald, it is an odd thing. It is something that people freak out about. It was just a funny, stupid thing. Okay. I wasn't trying to insult anybody, but I did feel bad. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know one of them was bald. And I was making this joke about them being bald. So that kind of, and also I was very busy at the time. So that kind of pushed the show a little bit because I had to kind of think of, you know, I mean, not that that was like an important element in the show. But we had this whole thing develop about the show. And there were certain things we couldn't do for whatever reason. We got into um, to the election, and then I was concerned that, you know, if Trump lost, a lot of the episodes that I had planned wouldn't work. In fact, most of the stuff I had planned for the show was around Trump being president. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, uh, we had to kind of shift gears. I was going to do an episode uh, about Joe Biden when he was a candidate, where he was, um, where it was a weekend at Bernie's joke. Right where he was walking around and he was being being sort of like moved around by people, and uh, the weekend at Bernie's joke was actually thought up by a lot of different people at the same time. So I I thought of that completely independently of anybody else, and then my buddy sent me like a T-shirt that has somebody had designed with a weekend at Bernie's thing with Biden, and then somebody actually made a short film about Joe Biden being, you don't know what weekend Bernie weekend at Bernie's about a guy they go to this their uncle's place and his and their and the uncle's dead. You told me about this. Oh, I have. Okay, mm -hmm. so yeah, so they're they're carrying this dead body around, and I really wanted to make this episode, um, and I had planned it out, and we'd sort of worked on it, um, where Joe Biden is at a press conference, he's giving a speech, and the the press, the media, figure out that he's dead, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, how long has he been dead for?" And uh, you know, whoever's holding him up is like like AOC or somebody is like, uh, "Oh, he's been dead for weeks." <laughs> He's been dead for a long time. We've just been propping him up. And so they have to make this decision about whether or not to keep up the charade or to move on to running Kamala Harris. And um, so they kind of set Joe Biden to the side, you know, the dead body to the side, and they all start debating, debating, debating. And they get done with the debate, with the deba or they're in the middle of the debating, and Joe Biden sits up and he's like... Um, Whoa, what the hell's going on? You know, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's alive!" And uh, they go, "He must have just been sleeping this whole time." And somebody's like, "He really is Sleepy Joe, right?" And that was the end of the card. I mean, it's a stupid joke, right? But that's funny. But, but it is funny. But I wanted to do that, and then Joe Biden won the damn election. So I still think I'll probably make him like a corpse the whole time. I don't know. That that joke's been played out. A lot of people have done that already. So I'm I'm kind of irritated. I feel like people are gonna think that I copied it but you know it was my original idea but um different people had the same idea so i don't know you know we're, we're i have a completely different direction now that i've decided to go um and i think you guys are gonna like it but again i'm like swamped with work so it's it's hard to get going but i you know obviously i'm hiring other people to come on and help so hopefully we'll get this stupid cartoon out eventually but i do have a completely new plan for doing the cartoon to make it easier to animate and all I need is the voiceover stuff, and we should get it. We should get it. should work. Hopefully, it's still in the works. It really is. <laughs> Anything else? 
I like this comment. Biden didn't win. <laughs> Biden didn't win? Biden didn't win. Well, okay. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mark in Alberta says, you can make so many cartoons about the Biden. The Biden is the new Mr. Bean. You know what's funny about that is um, I, I wasn't actually expecting to make the show the, the show about Biden at all. Really, you know, even though he's won, just because he's such a nothing, he's he's like, he's not important. Um, but I'm gonna talk to my buddy about that. We'll figure out how we're going to integrate Biden into the show. He'll definitely be a major character, but he might just be walking around in the background, like wandering around, looking at at butterflies or something like that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the pretty butterfly. Walking his dogs. Walking his By the way, yeah. he needs to be careful with his two dogs. Salty D JD Coke says, two tickets to Turth, please. Yeah, I don't know if you guys will watch this. On, on Mr. Reagan, there's an episode that I did um, called The Epic of Turth. And so anytime I want to talk about the election, you know, integrity. Being uh, fairly executed. Executed, right? yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do those episodes as The Epic of Turth. Um, I don't know how often I'm going to do episodes on that anymore. But the, the problem is that you can't talk about the election integrity and not get your, your yeah, videos like just canceled. for just for youtube biden won everything was fair yeah, and nobody cheated yes no well i don't think for myself uh no there there's uh there's actually an episode i just got taken down from from youtube and it was about it was called um what happened to John Durham? And this episode is available on Rumble, but you can't see it on YouTube anymore. YouTube took it down and they said that it violated their terms of service because it was like a spam or like a scam or something like that. Like I was trying to steal money from people. I, I don't really even understand that. They, they'll just put any excuse to take your video off. But in that video, I propose the possibility that, you know, there is this blackmail ring going on at Washington, D.C. And I don't, I never say that this is factual or that I have any evidence, I say in the video, this is my speculation. This is what I think is going on based on what I see in DC. And, um, you know, YouTube took it down because we're not allowed to speculate, guys. We're not allowed to speculate about anything in DC anymore. You can't question your government now. We no longer live in the United States of America. We live in the Soviet Republic of Republic. Oh. <laughs> the United States of America. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else, what else do we got? Nothing? 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 You know what I really like? Dead air. I love it when nobody's speaking. That's Chris, the most entertaining. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you can kill some dead air. Uh, okay. This guy says, Stafford one says, tell Gary Franchi to bring back the G cast. You were great on the election stream, Mr. Reagan. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Gary Franchi is a buddy of mine. He has uh, Next News Network. It's a great channel. Uh, he's got like like 100 million subscribers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he kills it, man. He, he does great. He does great. Let's see here. Chris, have you been to Russia? Steve? I have not been to Russia, um, but I will be, Steve. Thank you for that. Uh, I will be uh, going to Russia probably at the end of the year. Um but we'll we'll see. we'll see we'll see it depends on how how her immigration stuff works out because she's she currently cannot chris as travel. a russian citizen i can come back to russia anytime you american citizen you know but you can't come home again 
You mean you in America? Come back to the United States. The point is not this. <laughs> the point is that you, yeah, American citizen, yeah, need to get a visa. That's true. That's I will get a, visa. I'll get a visa. Right now. I'll get a visa. I'll get a visa. Um, what is the name of the video on uh, Rumble? The name of the video is um, "What Happened to John Durham." What happened to John Durham? And the reason that this whole thing, this whole speculation started, was actually because I thought John Durham. Yeah, there's cigarette smoke wafting into our apartment. Um, John Durham was supposed to come out with an interim report, something. You know, normally we get some kind of a hint of what's going on. There's arrests. Nobody's been arrested. We've got no interim report. Is this investigation going to come up with anything? Um, my guess is no. And the reason that's my guess is because I suspect that John Durham has been gotten to by somebody in D.C. And to me, that got me questioning, like, how corrupt are they in D.C.? And I started thinking, well, maybe there's a whole web of corruption, and maybe John Durham is like, basically, like smack dab in the middle of this web of corruption, and it's so intense that he is unable to do his job. So that's how I came up with that. Anything else, darling? Have you heard of Freedom Tones tunes? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't really know what she's saying, but um, Dale's dog wrote, "We all love Valeria." But, but you need another, another co-host. <laughs> I should have an. I should have a third. Originally, we were supposed to have a third co-host, like a producer, um, or Valeria would be the producer. I have another co-host, but it didn't work out like that. It's 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 very difficult to do a daily show. Um, yeah, because sometimes I can't even. Yeah, you can't even make it. Yeah, mm, it's very yeah. difficult to do a daily show unless you have somebody who's unemployed helping you. <laughs> so, um, there is there are a couple of people that I could have brought in, um, but uh, we would have had a move. So it was a little bit too difficult. So we just did this. Let's see here. Um, Live one wants my opinion on the new world order. Well, I don't really know exactly what you mean by that. There is, um, there's obviously this new thing with uh, what was that new thing with the environment stuff called? The environmental stuff they're saying like, the whole like uh, build back better crap. What's that called? I don't know. <laughs> Are you dying because of the cigarettes? Uh. Yeah, I, I do think that there is some kind of... It's hard to say who controls what and who's just going along with it. That's the tricky thing. When when you're sitting there trying to figure out who's actually pulling the strings and who's being pulled, right? Like, for instance, uh, Prince Charles in the UK, he's been brought in to talk about a lot of this environmental crap from time to time. I don't think that he is controlling anything. You know, some people think, oh, Prince Charles controls some stuff because he's very powerful and he's very rich. I don't think so. I think he just goes along with stuff when other people convince him to. Um, I think he's a pawn. But that's it's hard to figure out who are the pawns and who are actually pulling the strings. So you got to figure all that stuff out. And that's what I'm trying to do with my a future video that I'm trying to build right now. I'm trying to research called Who Controls Joe Biden? I'm trying to figure out exactly, you know, who would be in control if there was going to be an actual new world order. Uh, let's see here. The Great Reset. Thank you, live one. The Great Reset. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The Great Reset is, I mean, that was that was a mistake for them to post that Great Reset crap because that really exposed a lot of what these um, elites were planning. And it gives you kind of a sense of, like I do feel like a lot of those people involved in that kind of stuff are trying to control things. I do think that they have some some control over some of the stuff that's going on in the world a lot more than they should. <clears throat> Let's see here. Oh, people are offering. People are now offering to co-host. Yeah, come on over. 
<laughs> you guys can all come over. Uh, let's see here. Oh, they got somebody named Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann's the name of my cousin. Let's see here. Carrie Ann says, I've watched every episode so far. Thank you, Carrie Ann. That's awesome. Is it your cousin? It's, I don't think it's my cousin, no. <laughs> my cousin's a, 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 like a pretty solid leftist. Okay. Yeah. I've got a few, co I've got a cousin that's in the intelligence world. He's a leftist as well. Um, but the thing is, he doesn't, he's not like, um, you know, he's not like an important person in, in that, in the intelligence community to where he controls anything. I think what's happened in his case is that he's sort of been convinced. I think that there is a kind of culture within the intelligence community that does convince a lot of people that, that the leftists have things under control and people on the right are like crazy and horrible and, and they don't know what they're doing. And so he's been convinced of that, which I think is terrible because he didn't grow up that way, really. He grew up sort of like apolitical, and now he's pretty much a solid leftist. He hates Trump. He thinks he's a he's an idiot and all this stuff. And he's just it's it's weird, man, because he's in intelligence. He knows a lot of the stuff that other people don't, and yet he's still delusional about a lot of this stuff. Um, Wolvenar writes, the World Economic Forum is pushing socialism now worldwide. Well, that's exactly what it is, right? But the thing is, I don't think that they, I, I'm not sure if everybody that's involved with that realizes that it's socialism. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I haven't, I haven't got into it enough to really, because here's what I care about when I do research, guys. I care about motivation and I care about intention. Because every single individual person has, and this is why I think there's a blackmail ring in DC, right? Because people have motivations and intentions. People want to get rich. People want to get famous. People want to have power a lot of times in politics anyway. And there's only so much that you will do, only so much crime you will commit, only so much unethical behavior you'll, you'll be willing to engage in for personal gain. But to avoid personal destruction, a lot of people will do almost anything. So I am convinced that a lot of the people doing the most drastic things in Washington, D.C. are people who are compromised. So when we see somebody do something and we think, well, that's pretty outrageous, uh, my initial instinct now is that person is compromised. They're being controlled by somebody. Because it's much easier... <laughs> it's not good. My, my heater went on. It's much easier to, to tell somebody... If you, do, if you don't do this thing for me, I'm going to make your life difficult, right? I'm going to ruin you. Um, than to actually do the thing yourself. And the motivation that you have to do that needs to be a lot lower just to threaten somebody than it needs to, you know, than it needs to be to actually go out and commit the crime yourself and risk imprisonment yourself or whatever it is. So um, I do think that it's very easy in a system in which people are being leveraged for really, really horrible things to happen. It's much harder to do it if you just have individuals acting in their own interest for really terrible things to happen. Um, although it did happen in Nazi Germany, so who knows? Okay, G Health 5150. Is it true that only 9% of 1.9 trillion bill is going toward COVID? Only 9% of the whole COVID bill goes... I haven't looked, I haven't seen that percentage, but I do know that a huge, that most of the money is going to like corporations and billionaires and nonprofits and crap like this, like stuff that the Democrats like. And these are all payoffs, right? These are all payoffs to people that the Democrats like and want to help out, you know, for helping them get elected and stuff like this. It's all paying off your, I mean, the Democrats are so damn corrupt, you guys. Like, I, I wish, I, I almost tweeted this, but I, I thought, well, no Democrats actually follow my channel. But I, you um, know, my Twitter, what? 9%, this 9% reminds me like, you remember the whole statistic of COVID, like how many people died, but actually only like 
six percent died actually from COVID. COVID. Yeah. Actually, yeah. like of yeah. COVID. Yeah. And so it makes sense. That, that's if, fair, yeah. <laughs> the whole bill only like if only actually six percent of the people they say died died of COVID, then only nine percent of the, the bill yeah. goes to. They're being COVID. generous, even. That's actually <laughs> yeah. True. See, three well, okay, percent. So, like, uh, I want to tell Democrats who voted for Joe Biden, who voted for Nancy Pelosi, who are voting for these people, who want them to control the the money, who want them to control the government, like. You guys do know that all all of this COVID money that you that you voted for is going to corporations, are going to like organizations that you don't necessarily want to have that money. You know, most people want people to have the money. Now, different people want different groups to have it. Like, you know, some people want the gays to have it. Some people want the blacks to have it. Some people want you know this poor group or that struggling group or something like that. Hispanics, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, most people, I would I would say, would probably agree that the COVID relief money should go to people who are struggling because of COVID, right? People who have financial struggles because of COVID should get the COVID relief money. But that's not who's getting the money. And Democrats who voted in Biden, they have to, I mean, they're never going to have to face that because no, they're never going to watch news that actually forces them to confront that reality. But that's the truth. They are actually, they voted in people who, you know, stole tax money and gave it to their friends. That's what's happened. <laughs> Mark said 9%, at least it's more than the death rate from COVID. I actually said that. I swear I did not see this comment. <laughs> when I, I mean, I, I hope he's not going to think Come that on, I stole. She's a hack. His... You know it. She just copies I you guys' clever comments. I didn't see. We just have... It's also kickbacks, money laundering, <laughs> ABC123. Yeah, kickbacks. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's a lot of what my new video is going to be. I'm posting a video in the next couple of days. Um, well, tomorrow morning. Actually, it's coming out tomorrow morning. It's all about kickbacks and this kind of corruption. And in fact, I should get to editing that video. And so I'm going to say good night. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. And I can't flip back to Valeria because her camera died, but we're going to get it working for tomorrow, I promise. Tomorrow? Are you sure? Good morning. Shut up, woman. Friday okay. morning. <laughs> so, I, I was wondering if it's going to so happen. I was wondering if it's going to forget again. And you just watched cruelly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love her. Because she's so mean to me. Yes. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. And uh, yeah, until then. Good night. Good night. Yeah, uh, she she's, she's well, what is it? I'm to I'm toxic. She's masculine. Together, we, we are, are toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night, See you guys.